Hello, hello. Welcome back, empaths, and welcome to Capricorn season. Capricorn season is right around this time that this airs, and I thought it would be really fun idea to just briefly muse about Capricorn, talk about it, and then go through each gate that is correlated to Capricorn in the zodiacs. The gates are the human design gates. This can be something interesting that you can pull your chart out, have it in front of you while you listen, and you can see, do you have this defined? And you're like, oh yeah, that's me. Or do you have it open, which means it's not circled and it's just a number sitting in the center on your chart. And you're like, this is really interesting. I don't experience this all the time, but I do sometimes. Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, spiritual healing from trauma and abuse for empaths, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, spiritual mentor and author, and I'm empowering empaths in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse and childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. Subscribe now right? Because we are experiencing as energies are flowing into us. When you have it undefined, you still experience it, but it's coming from outside of yourself and you experience it either through the actual activation of the gate being illuminated by a planet or the sun. And I will take a look at C and see what is the sun illuminating right now, which gate it is. And also you experience it when you're amplifying that gate, if you're in the aura or next to someone who has that defined in their chart, which is really fun. So we draw people in to complete our hanging gate. That's a gate that doesn't connect to another center. So it's like a half line. And we also are attracted to others as well when we have those undefined. So let's first talk about Capricorn season. Capricorn is the hardworking, consistent, pragmatic, practical, logical sign. Capricorn is the, the mountain goat, but it has a fishtail. And Capricorn is the, it climbs the mountain. Since we're still going through our Jafras, I'm going to pull up the Capricorn it is the mountain goat and it climbs step by step, level by level up the rock. Capricorns are very hardworking, very dedicated, very disciplined. They value discipline and dedication. And it's the earth symbol. Sometimes it can be hard as a rock in their mindset if they are not softening and they're holding on to what they think is right. So it's important to find balance and compromise if you have... Well, we all have Capricorn somewhere in our chart. So wherever that area is in your chart, you want to find compromise and soften. And like the, the talent is that dedication and discipline, but the detriment is that hardening, that hard aspect to like, nope, keep going and then ramming your head against the rock. You know, this this particular sign has antlers but it does have a fishtail so the fishtail also symbolizes that uh, there is flexibility there if you can access your fishtail flexibility like swimming maneuvering 
It's like the rudder of a boat, being able to maneuver around things in the water versus crashing into them. So let's dive into the ruling planet of Capricorn is Saturn. Saturn is the ultimate mother of responsibility. She is, Saturn is all about getting real and learning from our experience, which is exactly what Capricorns do. They always make it real. Even if you don't want to hear it, they always tell you the hard truth, make it real. Very pragmatic and sensible. Saturn returns, okay, often happen around where most of us have experienced our intense Saturn return is around 28 to 30. And then we have another Saturn return around 56 to 60 and then 84 to 90. So anytime you have had some real rough patches, like real assessments, like what am I doing with my life? Usually it's around that time, right? That's when I left my narcissist. It was my Saturn return. And I was like, what am I doing here? What is going on? And why am I forcing this to be something that isn't? And then 56 to 60 is definitely that self-evaluation. Like, what? You know, a lot of people have that quote-unquote midlife crisis where they buy those Ferraris around that time. And then 84 to 90, which not everyone is so graciously able to have that return there. So it's this, uh, the third Saturn return usually is that final return. And it's the, yeah, it's when you enter your wise old age or in spiritual worlds, we call that the crone stage. Capricorn also is overachieving, persistent, practical, and sensitive. The sensitivity comes, I think, from they're really caring. They care so much. That's why they are overachievers and they are persistent. It's the 10th sign of the zodiac. So it's the 10th sign. So it also rules the 10th house. And the 10th house governs public image, professional aspirations, your career achievements, and so when you have natal planets in your 10th house, which is ruled by Capricorn, uh, that reveals an ambitious individual and it changes in the profession often, changes in the profession often occur when planets transit this zone, especially Pluto, Saturn, Uranus. This house corresponds with that Capricorn energy because it is the 10th sign in the zodiac. So you want to take a look at your chart and kind of examine all of that fun stuff. So then now what you can do with your human design chart is go to the back of Empaths Rising guidebook. And we're going to take a look at the chart of gates in zodiac order the last chart in the back and we're going to go all the way down it's an alphabetical of zodiac capricorn so first we have gate 54 that is in the root center and this gate is called drive that's related to the adrenal glands when does something get done and if you have an open route you're like now it gets done now 
And if you have a colored and defined route, you're like, it gets done when it needs to get done. And so if you skip over into the root center section of the book, then we'll find gate 54, drive. The I Ching is called the Marrying Maiden. And in the shadow, this gate can manifest as greed. And the gift in the lesson is aspiration. It's always good to aspire, but never to be greedy. And the enlightenment is ascension. Ascending above what's needed to be aspired. So gate 54 is often referred to as the gate of drive or simply drive. And it is located in the root center. This gate is associated with the energy of determination, ambition, and the inner drive to pursue one's goals and desires. So if you have this highlighted in your chart, you're resonating with me. And you're like, yes, this is me. I absolutely always drive and aspire for my goals. And if you do not have this, you are learning and wishing and desiring to have this. And you need, you are attracted to people who have the 32 on the other side. They're pulling you in because you want to connect to that gate energy that, that finishes the channel. And if you are with someone who has gate 54 defined and you don't, then you feel really uh, like you feel the drive when you're around them and you're like, yes, let's get this done. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're not, you're like, okay, let's go put our feet up and <laughs> watch some TV first. I don't know. It was just a funny example, but you get my point is if you don't have it defined, it's not this constant clock within you. That's like, I gotta go, gotta drive, gotta climb every day, you know? And then, and if you have it defined, then boy, yeah, you got it every day. You've got that drive and it's a beautiful drive to get whatever needs to get done. Now, why is it called the marrying maiden and symbolizes a young woman's readiness or willingness to step forward in life? And that's why it's called the marrying maiden. It contains determination. Gate 54 contains ambition, commitment inner guidance, independence, moving forward, a readiness for change and transformation. So the affirmation that I've put in the book for you whom have gate 54 is with unwavering determination and a clear sense of purpose. I harness the power of my inner drive to pursue my goals and embrace transformative journey of life. This is a beautiful affirmation for you as well. If you do not have it defined in you and you are seeking to learn and grow in that particular area of your life. The next one is joy, gate 58 joy. That's also in the root. So we're going to stay in this section to talk about joy. The gene key here is dissatisfaction. The gift in the lesson is vitality. And the enlightenment is bliss. Mm. So you may always have a constant dissatisfaction if you have gate 58 defined. 
This gate is associated with the energy of joy, enthusiasm, and capacity to experience happiness in the present moment. This is something that you have innately within you if you have this defined. If you have it open, this is something that you have the capacity to have, but in a variety of ways and while you're amplifying another's or a transit. We all can find joy within ourselves in other ways, but this particular root is like joy and enthusiasm for life's experiences, both big and small. Optimism, living in the moment, celebration, appreciation, childlike wonder, and embracing pleasure. Your affirmation here in Gate 58 for joy is with a heart full of joy and a spread of celebration, I embrace the beauty of each moment, radiating happiness and spreading positivity to all I encounter. What a beautiful gate. The next one in Capricorn in the root center, since I'm here, is gate 60. Now, this one's like on the cusp. It could be Capricorn. It could be Aquarius, depending on where gate 60 is in your chart. And this is called acceptance. Limitation is the shadow. Always feeling limited. Limitation. The gift in the lesson is realism. And the enlightenment is justice. The energy of acceptance is in this gate. It's understanding limitations or always feeling limited in the shadow and finding the contentment within one's circumstances, which is realism. Aha moments, realism. Wow, what is real? This is real. So you have things like contentment, patience, embracing what is. These are all things if you have defined you inherently contain within yourselves. Inner harmony, adaptability, letting go of control. If you don't have gate 60 defined like myself, these are all life lessons you have to learn. <laughs> oh my God, I'm laughing at myself like patience, how to learn. Contentment, still learning. Embracing what is, still learning. Inner harmony, learning. Adaptability, yeah. Letting go of control, still learning. Wisdom, always ever learning wisdom. So gate 60 is with patience and acceptance. I embrace the limitations of the present moment, finding contentment and wisdom in every circumstance. And there's one more in Capricorn. Just look at my chart in the table in my book. It's in the head center and it is called mystery. Gate 61 in the head center mystery. Look at your charts. Do you have it defined or do you have it open? It's the one in the middle. Mystery is the inner truth. The shadow is psychosis. The gift in the lesson is inspiration. And the enlightenment is sanctity. 61 brings a thirst for knowledge. It is about tapping into your intuition and trusting the inner guidance that comes from a deeper place within. It encourages you to look beyond the surface and connect with the hidden truths that reside in your consciousness. 
In human design, gate 61 is often referred to as the gate of mystery or inner truth and is located in the head center. It is associated with the energy of inner knowing, intuition, and accessing deep insight. This gate is linked to the 61 hexagram I Ching, which signifies the inner truth that is often hidden from the surface. Yeah, inner knowing and intuition, seeking answers, holistic perception. There's more to a situation that meets the eye and you know it if you have this defined. If you don't have it defined, you are learning. There is more that meets the eye. You are always seeking answers if you have it defined and you are learning how to seek for the answers versus just believing things at face value. You're transcending logic if you have this defined. You have quiet contemplation. Your connection to higher self is consistent. And your connection to higher self is a variety of experiences if you have this open or not circled. And you embrace the unknown. Just like a mystery, Gate 61 encourages you to embrace the unknown and the uncertainty that life often presents. It's a reminder that not all answers need to be immediately apparent, and sometimes the process of seeking is as valuable as finding the answers themselves. And I have learned that. I have this undefined, and I have learned that through this podcast, through all the guests I've had on here. It's like every conversation just opens up another brilliant mystery of, of treasure troves of things that I didn't even know I was seeking, and now they're here. They're in front of me, and you gain that as well by listening to the podcasts with these guests. So the affirmation for Gate 61 is, I trust the whispers of my inner knowing, embracing the mysteries of life and allowing profound insights to guide my path. So don't worry. You are not going crazy. You just have Gate 61 defined. <laughs> just kidding. So for the Zodiac season here to kick us off on December 21st, we have gate 10, which is love of self. And that is on the cusp, Sagittarius or Capricorn. So let's take a look at that in the self-identity in gate 10. So right now you are feeling this either intensely if you have it defined or you are feeling it as an activation within you if you have it not circled. So gate 10 is the love of self. The I Ching is called treading. This is a Sagittarius slash Capricorn energy. And the shadow is self-obsession. Sounds like a narcissist to me. And the gift in this lesson is naturalness. Now, you don't, if you have gate 10 defined, I'm not calling you a narcissist. I'm just saying that's the shadow, right? So be mindful of your self-obsession. Maybe your self-obsession of victimhood or, or things like that. However, it is a, a profound superpower for you to understand your love of self, your being, right? The enlightenment is being, naturalness, like being tuned into nature. That's the gift through the lesson. So it's self-love, 
self-acceptance. Energy is the potential to radiate a sense of self-worth and love for oneself. It's linked to the hexagram treading, and treading is like this idea of treading water, right? Always kind of have to have the balance. If you push, if you kick too hard, you go up and out of the water. If you don't kick enough, then you go under the water. It's like this constant balance of love of self is has to be very balanced. Self-love, self-worth, authenticity is a big key theme here in gate 10, which we're feeling activated right now. The sun is shining on gate 10 and the mandala. That's where it's at. Balancing independence and connection. The energy of this gate encourages finding a balance between independence and connection with others. It's about recognizing your own worth while also valuing the worth of others. See, treading water. Too much, you're above everyone. Too little, you're below everyone. That's us empaths. So your own self-worth and valuing and respecting the worth of others. So yeah, it's a pretty, pretty cool gate that we're experiencing right now, right before the holiday season. So I think it's really important. I do know also in astrology that Venus, which is love, relationship, money, she's in a really great position to be connecting with friends and friends and family close to you connections, which makes sense because it's the holiday season. So maybe find a way during this time, this week and the season around the holidays is to just be an observer, like filling up your cup and loving yourself so much that when you see someone who triggers you, they don't trigger you. They, they almost become like a curious experiment to you as you observe and you watch them. You're like, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that the whole time, but this is a really cool, different perspective I'm seeing the angle of this happening because you're not seeing it through the lens of, oh my gosh, it hurts me here. You're seeing it through the lens of like behavioral scientist, like, hmm, let's just take a look at you and see. Yeah, I see you doing that over there, but you're now outside of my sphere. You're outside of my heart center. So you can't affect me and my self-love with your toxic behavior you're doing over there. So the affirmation for gate 10 is with unwavering self-love and acceptance, I embrace the power of radiating a sense of self-worth and love for myself, nurturing harmonious connections with others. What a sweet, sweet gate. And then we move into the sun being in gate 58 and the sun being in gate 38 on the 30th. So let me just run through the dates for you. The sun is in gate 10 on December 20th through December 25th. So we have this radiating of self-love all the way and it gives it to us all the way through December 25th. And then we have the sun entering gate 58 on December 26th. That is joy. So there's more joy to come on December 26th, and that stays in through December 30th. And then it enters into gate 38 for our New Year's, this American New Year's in January, which is the fighter. 
And that is in the root center. I think that's also Capricorn and I have that wrong. The fighter. Okay, so there you have it. All about Capricorn, more than you probably wanted to know about Capricorn, but also the energies of how you can relate the zodiac energy to each gate and where they're at in your chart and if you have it defined or not. And then, of course, all of that correlates to which planet do you have uh, connected to, let's say, for instance, gate 38, like we talked about. 38 is the fighter. So you may have your son in gate 38 and you are this perpetual fighter. Yeah, which is so amazing. You may have gate 54 in your Mercury. So Mercury is in gate in Capricorn and it's also gate 54. And that correlation, that energy we had talked about is like, oh, so that energy of the drive. So you're driving forward all the time through your communication, through your thoughts, through your reading, through your processing, always moving forward in the cognitive area and the communication area of Mercury. So this is how these gates can correlate to where it's connected to you and your chart and what planet do you have there. It's pretty cool. So of course, a reading is always helpful to kind of get your personal custom analysis that I can do that for you. That is available to you in the link in the show notes. I'll put the link in the show notes and have a happy holiday. Stay safe, protect yourself, keep all of the toxic energy out of your heart center. Put your empath shield up by just saying shield up, set an intention, and you can always hold that crystal close to your heart and sage away. Sage all that toxicness afterwards to cleanse your aura of anything. After you've gone to a party or you've interacted with a boss or family member, a mother, father, all the people in our lives who just are so self-centered and they don't even realize how self-centered they are. All right, until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to the end of this podcast episode and being an empath member here in the community. Unlock your radiant self. Join our free 21-day challenge. Reclaim your radiance, empathic healing, human design mastery, and a narcissistic-free new year. Transform with our empowering audio series now. It starts January 1st for the new year. It'll be 21 days. You'll receive an email with the audio. Sign up for free before January 1st in this life-altering spiritual bootcamp. Upon this, you will become a member of the Empath Newsletter community. Please share this episode with a friend. Follow my blog at ravenscott.show and leave a comment in a blog post. I love hearing from you. Be sure to listen to the Empath and Narcissist Audible book, or you can grab your paperback on Amazon. It is a profound exploration of my journey and healing, providing you with tools for healing as well. And you can buy my new book now, the follow-up Human Design Workbook, containing all the tools for healing and an in-depth understanding of human design, 
Empath's Guide to Rising Strong in paperback on Amazon. And your review on the book at this time is imperative for its success. Please leave a review. If you are on the newsletter list, look out in your inbox for presents and surprises of my gratitude for your help. The link is in the show notes.